here hey you're wondering why i'm playing that at the beginning of bike talk well uh we always play some sort of bike interlude i just couldn't find it and um i apologize to our composer here i know it's somewhere here but uh, in lieu of that a little bit of today's silver lake jubilee as stated it's over there off of virgil and santa monica uh public transportation seems the best way because there's not a lot of parking i would try to get there uh, get off at Vermonica and then walk the two, three blocks over to uh, just past Virgil. And um, it's right there where Hoover turns in underneath the bridge. It blocked off that whole area, and it's underneath. And we've heard tale that there's a controversy uh, about um, why there are two festivals today. Apparently some people felt they were shunned. And instead of being shunned, they decided to put one. Uh, there's a Silver Lake Jubilee under uh, under there, and then there's a sunset over the bridge kind of thing going on, and we'll talk about it. I have friends playing in both, so we'll try and give them some time. It is Kill Radio, and a lot of you are going, why? why? What, what's going on? Well, this was Bike Week, and we're going to hear right about it right now, and we'll see if we can't dial it up here for you. Good morning, everybody. And, uh, this is North Hollywood, California, the NoHo District. Beautiful clouds in the sky. We're in one of the greatest crossroads, and I say this often, uh, just like in the 1950s when they built the Hollywood Freeway, the famous four level, the Pasadena, the Royal Seco, and the harbor, and Santa Ana came together. That was a dynamic point for the history of the development of Los Angeles. This is a dynamic point with the red line and the orange line together, and now with all the bicycles that we want to encourage people to ride. My name is Tom Labonge here in the 4th District in the city of Los Angeles. It is a beautiful day in LA, and it's Bike to Work Week. Encourage people to get in motion, encourage people to ride. And it's so wonderful to do that. This morning, after a few assignments, I came from my office in Toluca Lake, rode up to the Chandler Bikeway, had a wonderful spirited ride, and it felt good. If you want to feel good about yourself, get on a bike. If you want to feel good about your city and know your city better, get on a bike. But this doesn't just happen because all of a sudden we say get on a bike. There's a great movement about. There's a great coalition called the Los Angeles County, Los Angeles County Bike Coalition. There's a great Department of Transportation led by Amir Sadati of our city who's forcing change and trying to create space for bikes, which is so important, and bike safety. And there's also the MTA, which had a great story in the paper about much of their success on the rail line. They'll have great stories this week about our encouragement for biking. More to do. I'm here just to encourage it, and I'm here to introduce the number one man in the number two position. Please welcome Paul Taylor. Yay! Director, all things good at the MTA. Push your bike out there, Paul. Uh, can I borrow yours? You got it. Okay. Thank you, Tom. Um, Metro's proud to kick off Bike Week LA 2011. 
together with our partners, City of Los Angeles, Good Samaritan Hospital, the L.A. County Bicycle Coalition, and Cinco Vida. Uh, we're here today to celebrate a week's worth of activities to encourage Angelinos to bike, to work, to school, and to their other destinations to not only reduce traffic uh, and reduce air pollution, but also get healthier and save energy in the process. We're here at the North Hollywood Station. Kill Radio. All right, it's Kill Radio. We have some breaking news, actually. We have somebody on the line here. Uh, we're going to interrupt Tom LeBond here for a second at Bike Week and tell you that we have a call in. Who is this? Oh, this is Richard Oxfilly. I'm here with Wendy and Jeff. Awesome. And where are you at right now? We're actually in the Deschutes Brewery, a uh, little barrel wagon, uh, getting ready to uh, prep up and serve up some beer for the early alcoholics. <laughs> and the early alcoholics are doing what there? Actually, I don't even see any. I think, uh, to be honest with you, I think things are starting up a little slow. Uh, but uh, I'm expecting Steve Shemmy to pop up his head around. Wow, this is, of course, uh, the Sun uh, Silver Lake Jubilee, not to be confused with the Sunset Over the Bridge uh, f film music fest. Hey, uh, do you see any of the bands walking up or anything? I saw some dudes walking around with some guitars and some setups, but no uh -huh. bands, I think. I think they're just setting up the stage. We have a really, uh, Kill Radio uh, has a really good view right here for, uh, for the stage. Uh -huh. So uh, now I see an origami vinyl uh, banner going up. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, origami uh, We When I was there earlier this morning with our sign, um, origami vinyl was there. And, in fact, I was uh, perusing some of the live shows they had there. Um, inc incredible stuff. Yeah, they stuff in there. Um, Maybe not totally bike-related, but there was a, a band there that had uh, their their cover was, that said, enjoy the freedom, and they had a bicycle rider on it, which I thought was really great, and their live EP and their thing was available at $10, which is, like, unheard of in the music biz. $10 for not only the tour EP, which is sure to be a collector's item, but also the, uh, the studio kind of mix. So, um, wow. Well, it sounds like you guys are going to get into it. Are you looking forward to seeing anybody there today, or do you see anybody uh, yeah, else? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I would have been checking out uh, Rainbow Arabia. I believe they go on about 8 o'clock. Uh -huh. um, uh, they're pretty neat and awesome. Um, there's also Love Grenades, uh, pretty much uh, based in L.A., I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. They had, yeah, I think they had a residency at the Echo. That's what I was told, uh -huh. uh, like, in March. And uh, that's pretty neat to check out. I really haven't looked at the at the list or the lineup, but uh, I mean, I, I don't know, Paul. Do you have any uh, other good acts that you playing today? Uh, on my own. Any other uh, any uh, other bands that you might know of? I, I know the Peg Leg Love is going to play there, but I don't know if they're playing there or the other one. Oh right, right, right. Oh yeah, they might be playing tomorrow, I suppose. I know. That, that, that's a good point too. <laughs> hey, I'm, um, put, I'm gonna put Wendy on the hot seat. Actually, hold on, Paul. Okay. Hey, Richard, before you go. Thanks, Richard. Uh, hey, Chicken Leather. I was, I was actually going to ask him, um, how did how did he get there today? How did Richard get there today? How did Richard get there today? Uh, Richard biked today. He biked over there. He did. Which might be an incentive for people to use public transportation to get over there and, and or bicycle ride over there because there's no parking, right? Absolutely. But as you noted, there's tons of bike stands, right? Yes. Yes, there are. So, yeah. I, mean, well, I, I think those are actually to keep the crowd out, but they double as, as bike rails that you can lock up to, right? <laughs> That's right. So, so 
Anyway, uh, so, well, I hope your show's going well. The show's uh, going fine. We, we just interrupted. Uh, you called just in time. Uh, Tom Lavange was getting into uh, the hard talk of Bike Week, but he was saying some creative things. This is a, a chance for <laughs> Well, good. Well, thanks again for having us on the show, and please tell your listeners to come on down. We're here till 11 o'clock. All right, that's 11 o'clock And gear till 10. PM, right? Oh, so give us a high five. High five. <laughs> Bye. All right. Well, that, that, of course, was some of our Kill Radio DJs, as mentioned before, that got over to the Jubilee. It's just now getting started, and, and not to kid, there's not a lot of uh, uh, people drinking this morning, even though um, we, we uh, and I, I mean the whole Kill Radio staff had to go through a, a beer orientation, and as one of the prerequisites, we had to taste test everything. I think a taste test is a little bit different from actually having a drink in the morning. Um, though a good alcoholic will tell you different, <laughs> or a bad one, who, who knows? Anyway, it is Kill Radio. Hey, uh, just kidding about Tom LeBanch. He's, uh, he's there at Bike Week telling you to, if you want to feel, uh, quote, uh, sort of enamored or enhanced, so to speak, uh, a bicycle ride might be, and I'm paraphrasing, a bicycle ride might be the way to go. Let's get back to Bike Week kickoff event. This is over in the north Hollywood, that's right, North Hollywood Crux right there where the end of the red line, beginning of the orange line, which somebody was telling me is a lot how they do it in uh, Bogota, Colombia, uh, also responsible in Bogota for how the Ciclavia got started with uh, Jaime down there. And let's, uh, let's see about getting to a little bit more of what Tom's doing. We were actually listening. I think Paul Taylor from the MTA was just getting started. Here we go. Or he's not MTA. He's uh, Metro. We can coordinate bike use with, with our transit system. You can see some bike lockers back here. We're going to be adding a bike parking station in the near future here. And we're, Metro has made a very strong commitment to, to bikes. Um, we, are, we spent over $200 million committed to improvements for bikes and bike-related activities. And recently we removed all the restrictions on bikes on our trains. Stopping there, we meet regularly with a bicycle roundtable, which everyone who's a bicyclist is invited to participate in. And we're looking at other bicycle initiatives, such as um, increasing by 50% the capacity on our buses by adding a, a, a third rack on the front of the buses, um, putting bike stair channels in the new stations as we build them, and um, improving signage and maps all over our system for, for the use of bicycles. Um, what we really want is to have to, to, to make the expanding bus and, and metro rail system um, completely bike friendly and, and seamlessly integrated with bicycling here in Los Angeles. Now let's talk about Bike Week. Um, tomorrow, Good Samaritan Hospital will host the annual Blessing of the Bicycle. Absolutely! Wednesday, you can participate in the downtown LA bike ride. To show how new show new bicycle commuters how they can get to places that are important downtown on their bicycles using transit and bicycles. Bicycles on Thursday, of course, is the main event. Bike to work with a uh, bike to work day. If you combine your trip with transit and you bring your your bike helmet or your bicycle on board, uh, you're free. Free on Thursday. Free on Thursday. Good job. Free on Thursday. No fares for for bicycles on Thursday. On all metro buses and trains, but not not just there. LADOT buses have the same deal. 
as do Culver City buses, Montebello, Norwalk, Glendale, Santa Clarita, Torrance, and on and on. Um, beyond that, there are more than 40 pit stops around the city um, that will be operating on Thursday, and our friends at Cliff Bars over here will be uh, a, a big part of that all day on Thursday. And of course, to conclude the week, Friday is Bike to School Day, where we encourage students to safely bike to school and, and help reduce congestion in the areas around the schools. Um, so let me now uh, introduce our partners here uh, and ask each of them to say a few words. Uh, first, we have Amir Sadati, who's the general manager of the City of Los Angeles and DOT. Amir? Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much. Uh, it is our pleasure to be with you this morning with uh, our great council member, Tom LeBonge, uh, Paul Taylor, and really our council uh, has shown their leadership uh, with the mayor. And we recently passed, obviously, the, the big bike plan, the 30-year plan, and, and DOT will be working with all the stakeholders to, to build a 200 miles in, uh, in five years. And we're looking at, you know, again, working with all of our partners. Um, our efforts uh, have already borne fruit with the recent opening of phase one of the LA River bike path stretching from Fletcher to Barclay, completing a two six mile bike path and Councilmember LaBange and Garcetti were there for that um, great event. We're also, uh, this February, we opened up our first bike corral in uh, Councilmember Guizar's district. We took a parking space and made it into a bike parking again. Um, and all of these, I think, is, is, is our way or our LADOT's efforts to make Los Angeles a multimodal city. It's not just about cars anymore. Um, lastly, the department's uh, website, I'd like to put a plug for that, BicycleLA.org. We're actually doing a major relaunch of that, um, so stay soon. We're going to incorporate all of our so social media efforts, uh, and that will be a key place for us to learn, uh, for all of you to learn more about the bike plan and the requests uh, for the improvements in your neighborhood. LADOT will also, as uh, Mr. Taylor mentioned, participating in all of the uh, Metro-sponsored Bike Week events this week. Look for us at the downtown ride on Wednesday and at the various bike-to-work uh, pit stops on Thursday. And as mentioned, all of our buses will be free to the bicycle riders, the commuter express, the dashes. So we are, we're happy to participate and, again, get people to um, get their bikes, get their helmets, and, and, and ride for free on Thursday. And most importantly, I think it's we encourage all the motorists and bicyclists alike to make sure that they watch the road, even when um, navigating those busy streets. Obviously, that's everyone's goal here is to safety is number one and to have zero bicycle accidents. So with everyone's continued vigilance, uh, vigilance we can, can, can ultimately reduce traffic accidents and make bicycles on Los Angeles area streets safer. Thank you so much and have a great week. Thank you. Next, I want to I mention that Good Sam, tomorrow they're going to be uh, having the, uh, the annual Blessing of the Bikes, and the, uh, we have with us none other than the CEO of Good Sam Hospital, Andy Lika. Great bike rider, too. Thank you, thank you. Tomorrow, the eighth annual Blessing of the Bicycles. What a cool event. You've got to show up because we have all of these great participants here, LADOT, Metro, LA County Bicycle Coalition. Look at El Mastro over here, bicycle repair. These guys come out and volunteer their time, cliff bars, and so forth. Um, it does several things tomorrow. We have our Catholic priests. We have Bishop John 
Bruno from the Episcopalian Church. We have, back by popular demand, the singing rabbi. We traced him down. We tracked him down there. We got him back. Um, we also have an imam, and we have a Buddhist monk. I know it sounds like a joke, but it has part of it a serious side that we honor those that have fallen during bicycling accidents. You just heard of a tragic accident that took place uh, this last week in Ventura. But it also has a fun side to it where we get out and celebrate the great outdoors, the great sunshine, the great Tom LaBonge that we celebrate, the winner of the Golden Spoke Award Pass recipient. And this year we have Mayor Via Ragosa who is going to receive it. So be there tomorrow. It's at Good Samaritan Hospital, Wilshire in Whitmer, downtown Los Angeles. Get your bicycle blessed. Get yourself blessed. Come on out and have a great time. Thank you. You know, Metro wouldn't be anywhere on our, in our bicycle um, program without the uh, continued assistance and involvement of the L.A. County Bicycle Coalition. Yeah, absolutely. So we have with us today the executive director of the coalition, uh, Jennifer Clausen. Jennifer? All right. Thank you so much. Los Angeles County Bicycle Coalition is your nonprofit advocacy organization. We aim to improve conditions and resources for all types of cyclists throughout the county. And I want to remind you that Bike Week is for everyone. So if you've been thinking about getting the bike out of the garage and using it to get to work or using it to run errands, um, most trips that are taken by car within Los Angeles area are less than two miles. These are trips that can very often be replaced with a bike trip. If you are already out there riding a bike, uh, we thank you and we encourage you and please be a bike buddy this week. Help someone who you know who isn't riding a bike, who maybe is looking to get a new bike, help them out show them the good routes to take. We definitely want to encourage everyone to be safe out there. So if you find yourself behind the wheel of a car this week during Bike to Work Week, or really any time, we want to be part of the voices saying, distracted drivers, impaired drivers, stop it. It's safety is important for everyone, and every bike on the road is one less car. So let's all coexist and be safe out there. If you are inspired by what you see on the streets of Los Angeles during Bike Week, Los Angeles County Bicycle Coalition would definitely like to encourage you to come out and join us on Saturday, June, June 6th, and uh, join us for our 11th annual Los Angeles River Ride. Um, we've got rides for all ages and abilities. It is free for children 12 and under, and some of our um, routes, including our family ride, and our longer routes will feature the newly opened section of the LA River, River Bike Path. So come check us out at Los Angeles uh, River Ride on, in early June. We'll see you there. Thanks. question. Where was the river founded? Where was the city founded? Where, where was the city founded? Yeah. Well, that would be around the river. On the banks of the river, so it can be reborn again. Just to follow in Andy's lead with his blessing of the bicycles. And you can get baptized in that good, clean L.A. river water, which is cleaner thanks to the city of Los Angeles. But also, that's a, good, that's a great thing. It's a great thing to get on your bike and discover L.A. Thank you, yeah. and Coalition. Now, Jennifer mentioned that how important it is that we share the road, bicycles and, and, and motor vehicles. And um, that's true, and the, one of the more challenging things about riding a bike or driving a car in Los Angeles is that sharing of the road. Um, 
there have been um, recently events that, that are known as Ciclavia, which where the, where parts of, of the city the roads are shut down to motor vehicle traffic and turned over to bicyclists and pedestrians, and that's just a fantastic thing. And the chief organizer of Ciclavia is here with us today, Joe Lynn. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna pause on Joe Linton because we got a phone call right now. And hi, who's there on the line? This is Ted Rogers with Biking in LA. Hey, Ted, how you doing? I'm doing quite well. How are I, you doing today? I'm doing good. I saw you at uh, a couple of the events for Bike Week. Uh, to tell me what your impression was of it. Uh, you know, I really had a good time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I really loved the blessing of the bicycles. You know, I'm kind of a a spiritual bent myself, so okay. I figure a little extra help can't hurt. Mm, absolutely. Now, you know what I look at it? It's like I, I'm trying to hedge my bets, you know, and it's not so much that I'm, I'm an agnostic or anything or, or I don't believe, but it's like, hey, you got to believe. If you look at some of these potholes and, and <laughs> stuff, you got to believe that they're, you know, maybe they're divine potholes or something when you're going through them. But, uh, mm-hmm. Divine retribution. It's part of the, uh, yeah. the early warning system yeah. for the rapture today. Well, and, and that's what I'm finding so so uh, great because the day is going. If I had to say that uh, the rapture is coming, every day should be like this. Everything <laughs> seems to be working out okay from from uh, making the, the, the time uh, table to uh, to getting from one place to another. And to, and to be honest, if it's the end of the world, it seems like a lot of people are sleeping in today. There's no traffic on the streets, it seems. Well, they're all in. That's because they've all been raptured already. You know, <laughs> we're, we're just the ones we're left behind. Oh, oh, well, I don't know, man. I, I think you should get some points if you're a bike rider for, for, you know, maybe maybe some like Mother Earth points then. You know, I, I said that to somebody else this morning that right. um, if there really is a rapture today, cyclists should be the first ones yeah. to go. Yeah, or at least they should they should have a, a better. You know, time trial to get there <laughs> than, than everybody else. Well, um, I I looked at the schedule for this thing, uh, Greenwich Mean Time, and everything. I worked it out, and I think it's six o'clock here is the end of the world. So that's what they're I'm, saying. I'm so trying gotta... to figure out where I'm going to be. I'll probably be wrapping at that. Um, I'm, uh, you know, it's no big mystery, but Chicken Leather is is going to be running around town, and we used to have a, a a contest here where if you could keep up with me, you'd get a T-shirt. But it looks like I'm. Uh, and, I, and it's not like a secret, but I I'm started out this morning at about 5.30 this morning over at the uh, uh, pet adoption. Then I was just over dropping off some signs and stuff over at the uh, uh, Silver Lake Jubilee. I'm going back to the pet adoption when it starts up in about 30 minutes. And then I'm going the other way there. And then later tonight, uh, just to, I don't know if you knew this, um, Mr. Rogers, but uh, there's a big pedal party, uh, a ride and a pedal party happening at 5.30 put on by Cycle out there at uh, One Colorado. There is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and later that night, here's the big surprise. Um, some videos, um, I, I know people have seen me with a camera, they go, hey, where does that footage go? It's not going into some, let's just say, law enforcement archive. It's going to be shown tonight. We're going to show you a, a bit of some historic videos. I'm going to open the vaults up, so to speak, and show you some stuff about Cycle that uh, you hadn't seen t- tonight there um, afterwards. Um, during during the extravaganza. You'll see some things you haven't seen before, I'm sure. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So well, No, I often get that camera right in my face. I've uh, talked to you more uh, than once. Well, it's it's all in love, man. Let me let me just say that. And, you know, talking about that uh, dog adoption thing, uh-huh. um, 
you really need, everybody needs to go to that if you have any possibility of adopting a dog. Yeah. Uh, we went last year, it was a great time, and it talked us into adopting a little dog a few months ago. So. Oh, that's great. So absolutely, I endorse that one all the way. Oh, okay. Well, um, I'm, I'm there just in, in spirit trying to spread the love kind of thing. I think they saw me do something and they said, get, get me chicken leather, and then it became, <laughs> get me... Give me a, a chicken leather type, and then it became like, and then it became like. First of all, it was who's chicken, chicken leather, and then it was like, give me a young chicken leather, <laughs> and then finally it's turned all the way around, and it's like, who is chicken leather? So, no, 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 that that is not possible. Yeah, There's only one chicken leather. Yeah, see, that's the funny point. I, I left the name over at the the thing. It was funny because I was looking towards the list on on the VIP list. And, of course, the first one there was Tom LaVange, and I said, I'm Tom LaVange. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody knew who Tom LaVange was, so they started to market it. I said, no, no, that was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> but, but we kid about it because Tom is getting around as much as I am today. And, and of course, uh, on Bike to Work Week, he, he got over there on a bike from his office. But uh, maybe we'll see him today over at the uh, um, Silver Lake Jubilee. It's, it's funny because it's not his... Uh, um, District, so we were kind of surmising that maybe, maybe Tom's a closet headbanger or something because there's a lot of you know metal bands and, and some uh, maybe the indie kind of band thing that he's into. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Ted, tell me what's going on in your neighborhood out there. Oh man, I'm you know the upside of Bike Week is it gets everybody talking about bikes. Uh, the downside is that uh, people are still running us over. Yeah. And this, yeah, that's, uh, that's totally true. Uh, we just had a 71-year-old cyclist killed in the valley, um, hit by a car in a right hook on Saturday, oh. and uh, passed away a couple days later. Yeah. And, of course, the um, uh, one problem we've got right now is that the state legislature tried to pass a law to clarify that it's legal for cyclists to ride in a crosswalk, mm -hmm. uh, except they worded it badly. They said that it's a cyclist can ride along a crosswalk. Wow. So, you know, you can ride along a river or you can ride along a path. Mm -hmm. And the two things mean completely different things. So the city attorney has been trying to, or the police have been trying to get clarification from the attorney general's office of whether that means you can ride in a crosswalk or not. Uh, attorney general's office says, we don't want to answer the question. So they left it to the city attorney who said, well, since we don't know how to answer the question, we're going to say you can't ride in the crosswalk. And this gentleman was riding in a crosswalk. Mm -hmm. So that means uh, even though it was a hit and run, even though it was a right hook, he's at fault because he was the one that was breaking the interpretation of the law they have right now. Now, now hold on on this, uh, Ted. How can somebody be in the wrong if the other guy hits? I thought that was part of the vehicle code. If you hit somebody, regardless if it's a... Uh, another motorist or a pedestrian or, God forbid, a cyclist, uh, aren't you supposed to, you know, so wait there at the scene of, scene of the quote-unquote incident? You're supposed to wait there, but that doesn't, that doesn't make you at fault. It just means you, you broke the law against hit and run. Uh, uh, so, and even though uh, generally people assume that if you hit someone, you're at fault, uh, if you right-hook somebody... Uh, you should be paying attention. You're not supposed to make a right turn uh, across anybody's path, whether it's a cyclist or a pedestrian on a crosswalk. But if the police say you shouldn't have been there in the first place, 
then you're at fault. Mm. All right, it seems like sticky language, but uh, let's let's just be honest. You and you and me on the street, we we have a little street smarts. Uh, I'm not consulting a book when I ride my bike. I'm usually just trying to do the best thing I can to stay alive. And sometimes um, I've been known to break the law just in a, in, in terms of safety. Mm-hmm. I, I really hate sometimes just staying at a corner when there's massive amounts of trucks or, or cars or something coming at me. I've been known to, like, even move from the street to the sidewalk or the corner there just mm-hmm. to avoid it. And I, I'm thinking sometimes I even get off my bike just because I know I can always, you know, jump over the bike or push the bike in on, uh, to the on, on, oncoming vehicle or something just to avoid it or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Dangerous, dangerous things out there. It is. Well, my aren't covered by the language of the law. Oh, absolutely. That's the problem. Is that the law wasn't written for bikes. Uh, we have to be out there deciding what's the safest thing to do in any given moment, and that doesn't always mean obeying the law. I mean, I break the law all the time. I, I try to observe the spirit of the law, but as far as I'm concerned, the higher law is staying safe. And if the law means I have to do something that puts me in danger, I'm not going to do it. Uh, yes, yes. I, I was uh, sidetracked there for a moment. It, it seems we have a no left signal, and it seems that uh, the motorists themselves, are, when, when they get into um, that bind of, like, if somebody should turn left or not, they just sort of honk endlessly, just to, in a cacophony of, of, of horns here. And I think that same kind of, like, well, you're doing something wrong, people kind of notice after a while the... the um, the majority sort of takes over, and the guy is sort of forced to go straight. But we, we don't see that a lot with, with bicycle riders and, and, and cars, though. And I, I even question at some point whether it's education for us or education for drivers that needs to come come around in these next uh, few I, years. I, I think it's all of the above. Yeah. I know one thing that a lot of inexperienced cyclists think that they're safer riding on the sidewalk. Uh-huh. And yet there's stats that show that uh, you are 25 times more likely to be injured if you're riding on the sidewalk than if you're riding in the street. Wow. That's 25 times. Uh, You've got all these drivers exiting driveways. They're not looking for you. Cars are turning into parking lots. Uh Um, On the sidewalk, you can go either way on the sidewalk. Sidewalk doesn't have a direction. So sometimes you're coming towards the car, sometimes you're away from it. All of these things combined make it the riskiest place that you can ride, and yet most beginning cyclists go there because they think they're safer. Yeah, actually, uh, I heard that argument. Somebody was arguing about, like, um, driveways with the, uh, I guess there's in in other, um, specifically in some place like Copenhagen, there's the uh, divided highway mm-hmm. with the bike lane. So now the park cars are almost like a, a between you and uh, the bikes and traffic. So if, to explain to our listeners, it's, it's sidewalk. Instead of having the parked cars there, you now have the bike lane there. Then it's the parked cars, and then it's the highway. And so you have that barrier of parked cars. But they're saying, well, what if you have a driveway there? Or you're you're going to have people, you know, cars going through there. They're still going to injure the bikes. And I'm just thinking... Um, that was my argument. They said, I always argued, like, isn't it better to have a car in front of you? And if the, if the car is going to turn, you're going to see it. Mm-hmm. Before you, whereas if it was in traffic, you don't, you don't have that um, 
half a second between you and, and more real estate there, uh, right. meaning meaning the parked cars or something, or, or the inlet for the parked cars. Mm-hmm. But um, we've yet to see those here, even though we, we have seen the corrals here. We haven't seen the, the divide highway. So I, I guess in some neighborhoods they're, they're coming, or they promised them, right? Uh, you know, I'm not sure about that one. I remember when we went to the... Uh the hearing for the bike plan, they said, no, we're not going to do anything like that because we think it's more dangerous. Oh, do they? Uh, so I, I don't know how that ended up. Yeah. Well, maybe it wasn't here I was thinking of. Uh, New York Long has Beach. them. Yeah. Uh, and I think, um, didn't Long Beach just get one? Yeah, that's that's what I was saying, yeah. I think we, we said it both at the same time. <laughs> Jinx. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Ted, uh, yes. that, that being the case with the this new um, sort of uh, happening kind of in, in the bike community. Um, in the next couple of weeks, there's more stuff going on, right? Well, there's lots of stuff going on. There's always stuff going on. Um, like what in particular are you talking about? Well, I, I know that uh, at the end of the month that the Chappacabras is going on out there. I know this is the fun portion that I'm trying to introduce into these serious matters, but I, I know in the Valley... Fun? Bicycling is fun? Yeah, well... It's it's more of bicycle events. Uh, they call it the spring thing, and that's coming up. And, and the reason I mention it is because you're you you. you let, let's be honest. You, you deal more with biking in Los Angeles, but I, I think a lot of biking in Los Angeles is uh, sort of relegated to uh, the recreational thing. And this this is somewhere between recreation and, and uh, a pie fight. So, to speak. <laughs> so there's a humorous side to it, but then there's there's that. Um, I, you know, the Chappacabras always think of things like the, you know, Halloween and stuff. And so he stopped doing it just for Halloween, and he started doing it during the spring. And I said, and everybody sort of shook their heads and said, well, well, why are you bringing Halloween and during the springtime? And I said, no, it's just the opposite. Have you ever been to Halloween? It's like every every night there is like Halloween, it seems. So everybody's dressed up or they're in costume or something like that. Right. Why can't you just have a little fun? Yeah. So um, he's having his big, I, I guess there's a theme, too, um, I'll have to get online at, uh, it is Atomic Cycles site, but uh, if you Google Atomic Cycles, you'll get to see it. I, I'm remembering that it's going to be trailer trash extravaganza or something. <laughs> so come as your, I guess, your favorite trailer, trailer, what's your favorite trailer, I guess, on your bike or, or something like that. But um, that's on the 29th, so that's a week from tomorrow. But, that um, sounds like fun. Yeah, I, I'm just mentioning that. Um, that also coincides that usually at the end of the month we have a, a, a film night over at the, the bike oven, but I think we're going to curtail it because of the after party and have it uh, maybe during the week or something. So look for that uh, probably midweek in June, if, if not the following weekend, because um, we, we know that people have school nights, right? Uh, you know, something right more is important. Isn't is by that time school out? Uh, it should be. Yeah, maybe we will have it during the week just to impress people. And, and I know that the other thing we're going to start doing is uh, uh, through Cycle and a couple of other people, we've um, been asked to uh, hold some more classes. So we're going to have some more maintenance classes and some more uh, um, sort of rules of the road, uh, how to keep yourself safe. And, and That's very cool. Group. Cycle is a great group. Yeah, they are. They are. And they, they were able to uh, fund... Uh, well, not so much fun, but uh, uh, give us some sort of uh, honorarium to, to hold these classes and stuff. I know that there's uh, some meetings coming up for that, and I was just, uh, I, I don't know if you were part of that, but uh, they're coming up in the next week or two, so stay tuned. And also, 
Somebody was telling me about uh, something going on at the river, right? Um, boy, I, you know, maybe there's fishing. <laughs> ah, you're just playing into this tent. Would that. I be playing into that? Yeah, hey, you know, uh, if you go to my website, right? hmm? if you go to my website, ah. uh, you can get uh, a chance to enter a free uh, river ride registration. Well, there you go. Uh, I'm. Everybody else will be forking out. Uh, Fifty, fifty-five, sixty-five dollars to ride their bikes along the river, and you can do it for free. And all you have to do is just email me and tell me why you should be the one who gets the ride. Oh, for I free. like this. It's almost like one of the bachelor contests. Yes, I, 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 I. Hopefully, you'll get the red rose, right? Exactly. Yeah. All right, somebody's going to win. I, however many people will enter, will draw one name, and you get to ride in. Uh, the biggest and most popular fundraising bike ride in L.A. Well, Ted, I think you should call back, and, and maybe we can read them on the air. Everybody's uh, little thing, almost feel like uh, uh, you know, the Miss America pageant or something. <laughs> as long as I don't have to wear the swimsuit. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be the Miss America contest without a swimsuit pageant or something. So, <laughs> it wouldn't uh, be the Miss America contest yeah, if maybe, I was wearing Maybe we'll it. put them in spandex or something. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, all right, Ted, well, we're, we're going to let you get back to the, uh, the shenanigans of the day, and uh, we're going to get uh, back to, uh, I think it's Joe now, talking about um, the sequel deal here at the kickoff for Bike Week. Sounds good. You yeah. take care. All right, you too. Bye-bye. That, of course, uh, Ted Ted Rogers, who um, does uh, Bike LA, I think, uh, what is it, bikinginla.com. Com. I, I, th- I think I've got his card around here, and we're going to check that for you in a minute. But as stated, as promised, let's get back to Joe Linton talking about, that's right, the Ciclavia at the Bike Week kickoff here on Kill Radio. I'm one of the organizers of Ciclavia, and um, Ciclavia is definitely a partnership with, with the city and with Metro and with the Bike Coalition, so a lot, lot of folks are working on this. Um, the, I just want to say, so there, there's, a lot of, um, there's a lot of great reasons to ride a bike, exercise, the environment, um, congestion, all, all kinds of reasons, but really the secret is it's fun, and it's a way to get out of your car, get out of your box, Go see the city. Go interact with your neighborhood, and uh, just let off some of that stress and uh, enjoy living in the city. So, um, I want to say I, I got a chance to check out the a lot of cities and prior to Bike to Work Day. We'll implement new facilities. The the DOT's been really busy this past week doing new bike lanes on Martin Luther King Boulevard and on Exposition Boulevard. So if those are part of your commute, go out and check out the new bike facilities that the city's doing and, and just try it. It's a lot easier than you think, and uh, you'll you'll get some fresh air and you'll enjoy it. Thank you. So on behalf of Metro, I want to um, point out that... Uh, Bicycling to, to get where you need to go is becoming ever more um, an essential part of the transportation system. And we at Metro look forward to supporting the growth of bicycle trips on Metro for a cleaner, greener, and healthier Los Angeles. And uh, now, Councilman LeBonge, would you like to say a benediction? Well, I don't want to say a benediction. Benediction. Everybody come closer here. Here's the key. Everybody said good words. Safety number one, experience the city, work together, encourage friends. The city, the MTA, is helping try to change the architecture of the street. 
the, the engineering of the street so we can share the road. And I just tell you personally, I wish I could ride more. I wish I could be like Joe Litton. Uh, but Joe, I don't know if you have my track meet of a schedule. I got to fly to one part of the town. But respect the rider, share the road, and enjoy and love Los Angeles. Let's hear it for Bike Week, the MPA. How do we encourage drivers to make it safe for bike riders, Tom? Awareness. Awareness is so important. What happens is, is the city changes and we have awareness. There's three things you can do about traffic, education, enforcement, and engineering. We have the engineering process here, the education process, and now the enforcement is so key to it. I'd like to jump in on that just briefly too. What we're finding in a lot of cities is that when we make streets safer for bicycling, they're safer for pedestrians, they're safer for drivers, safer for passengers. So if we all work together, we can we can really create safe streets for Los Angeles for people of all ages, all types, all neighborhoods. Thanks, Joe. And we're clear. Do that spinning out on the street. You can't just do it in a room. Okay, well, you get well soon, though. Yeah. You know, we did, we, we did a survey and we're finding about 30% of people who responded. We got about a thousand people responding to our survey. 30% of them rode metro trains for the first time, sequently, either in October or in April. So we're getting a lot of first time customers. My confession was I've been down 7th Street a thousand times. And the architecture on 7th Street is so remarkable. Say, who's the city council guy in this section of town? I'm the councilman. Ah, all right. So he's the one we want to talk to, huh? She's my deputy for the zone, but also transportation expert. And she has credentials. So much Look at, she came out injured just to meet today. I think that's awesome. Okay, fellas, here we are. Make sure they hook you up with a basket, man. Your invitation to the biggest bicycle event of the year. Cool, thank you very much. Did you get a basket yet? No, I already have one. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we we have a phone call. We're going to see if we can merge it in here. We're going to wait on Nate on uh, Bike Week, and on the phone right now we have. Hello. Are you are you queuing me in? I'm queuing hey. in. Awesome. I I'm one of the organizers for the Los Angeles wing of the World Naked Bike Ride that's taking place on June 11th, a Saturday. Wow. How does that work, being a wing of the ride? 
Being away, well, the ride takes place in about a hundred different major cities uh-huh. in twenty different countries. So, when I when I say it's a wing, it's a, it's actually a coordinated ride. This ride is happening on the same day in the northern hemisphere, and um, all those cities that participate. Uh huh. Is this one of the signs of the apocalypse? Is that why you're calling me with uh, something like seven hours to go until the end of the world? Well, I, mean, I guess technically <laughs> it happens after. Uh, but yeah, sure. Uh, come party with us. Ah, well, there, there you go. It sounds like it's all good, clean fun. If you don't, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's extremely uh, positive. Uh, yeah. Technically, it's a protest ride. We are protesting cyclist rights and sustainability, and yeah, basically just celebrating the fact that we're pretty bare humans who can power ourselves around this great city uh, without cars and all that. No. Um, yeah, check us out. Um, WNBR has a central website, uh, www.worldnakedbikeride.org. The Los Angeles uh, wing has its own Facebook event. Uh, you can just check out World Naked Bike Ride Los Angeles in your search function, and it should pop right up. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see you Saturday. Do, do you have, like, a Facebook or anything like that, too? Yeah, that's, a, that's what That's what you were doing. Said. Um, if you go to World Naked Bike Ride Los Angeles in your search, in your Facebook, uh-huh. This should be the only event that pops up. And, ah, um, yeah, there's tons of information there, dates, times, and details. Fantastic. Do Do you guys have a route where I'm riding naked around to, or or should I? Just... Uh, we We cannot disclose our route right now. <laughs> uh, we'll be We'll be getting out that information, including the address of our pre ride. It's a private location where okay. there's body painting and dancing and you know what have you. But um, we'll be sending that out via the Facebook RSVPs the day before the ride, so make sure you RSVP. All right. Now, now that I've got you on the on the phone for just a minute, I, I know that last time you were chased into the L.A. River area by uh, it seemed like a, a plethora of police and helicopters and. It, oh it no, seemed... no, no, we weren't chased. That was all part of the plan. Oh, um, okay. However, it, it was pretty humorous that the the Glendale police made this huge barricade. In front of, um, I guess, one of their uh, their their last like dividing lines between Los Angeles and Glendale, uh-huh. and it just so happened that our route um, turned at that point anyway. So, yeah, we um, we completely bypassed them. I think Glendale were not too pleased by hearing that there were um, you know a hundred or so naked people coming their way. I see. But uh, yeah, the LA River was actually I think one of the best wings of the. Um, of our ride, it was uh, really peaceful. Um, yeah, there's a great bike path there, and that was definitely part of our route. And, and Los Angeles sort of lends itself to being like one of the places we we have sun and everything. So you're not gonna, you might want to bring some sunblock, but you you won't get. Uh, let, let's just say uh, you'll need to put clothes on. It won't be that cold probably when this happens. Yeah, uh, sunblock is advised um, as is uh, you know body paint if you're into all that. Um, yeah, and the ride's gonna be leaving at 2:30, so it's definitely gonna be nice and warm out. And um, yeah, and the ride is relatively flat. There are one or two like slight hills. It's kind of unavoidable, but um, on, on yeah, everyone should be able to keep up with no problem. You, you've never banned anybody, have you? Oh uh, no, no. Um, I mean, last year was really the first year we had done it in Los Angeles. Huh. Um, since like 2005, I think they tried to do it then, and then uh, I just got kind of dropped for so many years. And uh, so this will be the second consecutive year. Um, and yeah, we're expecting about three or four times as many people this year. Now I noticed the last time I looked at these photos, there were some face painting. So are there going to be similar kind of things before you ride or anything? 
Yeah, and we we've taken upon ourselves to organize some people to uh, be body painting, but people are more than welcome to bring their own body or face paints or whatever, you know, costumes, uh, decorations, um, whatever people want to do. I mean, there is no there's no official rules or organizations. Um, we're trying to herd everyone the best we can, but um, it's going to be a big group of people who are all coming out for a positive message, so we've got to take care of ourselves. So uh, now that, that uh, we've, we've established there's, there's no rules and stuff, does that mean that there could be some naked bike polo in there or maybe some other, you know, naked unicycling or something, not not just sort of relegated to <laughs> biking? Yeah, um, if you, you don't need to be on, you know, two wheels. Um, I mean, as long as it's man-powered, you could do rollerblades, you could do a no. skateboard, you could do a unicycle. Oh. But, you know, you should be proficient on your craft to keep up. We're not going really fast, but uh, we definitely don't want to leave anyone behind. It's a, it's a lonely world when you're naked on a on a on a wheel thing, you know. So. All right. With that being said, we're gonna just say goodbye to Mr. Anonymous. Was it? Yeah, we'll, and, we'll leave it at that. Thank okay, you. and then we look forward to seeing you on the, the 11th of June at an undisclosed location. You can get to them either by, by the Facebook that the kids are all using or by the website, right? Yes. All yeah, right. Thanks for your time, guys. Thank, thank you. Bye. Wow. I, I feel like taking my shirt off right here in the studio right now. Somebody stop me. Somebody stop me. Okay. Anyway, we're, we're joined in the studio today um, by a couple people uh, that, of course... Nick himself, who's rushed over here, how how was traffic? Uh, it was fine. Ah, traffic was fine. <laughs> I, I brought my bike though on the bike rack. Oh, well, that's that's good. That's good. So, I've done that too. Intermodal. You you park your car six blocks Just away, and you want to get there as fast as you can, right? Definitely. Absolutely. Well, so. we were just talking about bike week here, and. Uh, uh, of course, another guest in the studio with his microphone. Good morning. Morning. This, this of course, is... Steve Herbert. And, and I'll, I'll let you introduce him himself. Steve, actually, how is the ride Crosstown today? It was fine. I uh, hadn't... Last time I made the ride up this way was when Ciclavia, uh, the October one, really? uh, happened. And uh, it was uh, a nice little route up uh, uh, Hauser to basically 4th Street. So, so as you mentioned that, it was it was kind of strange because that kind of ties in with what we were talking about. Joe was just on the video for Ciclavia, and, and it's funny. He'll he'll mention this coming up in, later in the video if we get back to it, um, that a lot of people said at the last Ciclavia it was the first time they ever got on public transportation, mm. and yet they enjoyed it to no end. And, and I think the second question was, do you think you'll take it again? And, of course, it was in the positive. So... Everybody thought Ciclavia was going to be a headache, but it's turning out to be like a, a sort of a, a pathway into other forms of transportation or other intermodal kind of kind of things. I, I'm noticing today, and it, and I was commenting it earlier. If I if it was because of uh, the the pending end of the world coming in now, let me look at the clock. Yeah, what time is that? Seven six six hours and fifty eight minutes. If in fact uh, that that's the reason traffic is so nice today. I mean, look, the one-on-one is moving. It, it seems everybody's taking this end of the world to heart. Maybe, maybe we should just have it, even if it doesn't happen, just to, just because everything, the traffic's running so much better. <laughs> well, do we know if London's still around? Because well, there if you, you go. figure the time change. Oh, oh, oh good. But, wow, that's a good point. No, just but, kick back and see if they're It's still funny there. because <laughs> London Mean Time, I guess, it's Mean Time at 6 o'clock everywhere. So whatever that is there, that'll be... It's six in what is it in it, London? We're eight hours six ahead and here. six, it's twelve. So it'll be like midnight there in London, I think. 
How did how did London get midnight and we got six in the afternoon? I we got know. eight. Oh no, six right. Yeah, six. But I don't. Ahead. I'm not sure if the end of the world is like New Year's though. I think it might be like at all the. Like if it no oh that'd be good if it was like New Year's every place would blow up at midnight. yeah I don't I, <laughs> no I don't I don't think it's like New Year's I think it's it's like uh, the earthquake is supposed to happen that's what he said correct me and and then <laughs> it just I don't, know, I the been, tsunami effect yeah or whatever. as you say it could just spin around the world like a tsunami you know, yeah the oh, that's, that's an interesting yeah. thing it's a spin I like that the bicycle <laughs> part of it anyway. Uh, Kill Radio. Um, gonna get back to Bike KPFK. Week again. Hey, now that I got these two guys in here, do you do anything special for Bike Week? Did you get down to any of the events there? I bike to work all week. What? And it's funny you should mention that because one of the events on Friday was uh, a Safe Streets Bike to School. Did you notice the kids were riding their bikes safely to school on Friday, more so than they would any other day? No, no. But they did come by bike. Well, we don't have any bike racks. Now, now, see, that's interesting. Uh, I, I, back in the 60s or 70s, there were bike racks, and yet they took them all out in that 80s kind of corporate sweep because they thought they were going to be litigated against because they said, oh, the minute they leave their house, they're LAUSD's responsibility. Hmm. And Is that true? I think I think that's what we're trying to change back to with these uh, safe routes to biking. I think we had a woman talking about that a while back, but I know that, that Ted – was talking about it too, Ted Rogers, uh, yeah. uh, if not this time, last time, about uh, establishing that. But that that was the Friday thing. And then, of course, uh, uh, Mr. Um, Mr. Taylor from Metro was talking about that too, how, how Friday was going to be that, which may, would have made it yesterday. And I was just wondering if you noticed an, in, an influx or an increase in, in I students. I didn't. There might have been. Ah. It's it's hard to keep numbers on this too because there's not a lot of people that lurk around schools. So well, we got the security guys get... standing out there. I mean, we could give them a clicker, <laughs> a clicker to the security guys. I don't know. That's multitasking. Wouldn't they? Wouldn't they like rise up and you know, their union might rise of yeah. the machines, so to speak. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, we're we're joking along here. It is uh, Kill Radio and KPFK with Bike Talk here. Uh, and as I say that, lo and behold, the phone's ringing. Here we go. Hi, it's Cody. Bike talk. Hello. Hi. How can I help you? So. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> can I ask you? Here, I'll put them on for you. Here. Go ahead and talk. Hi, it's still Kill Radio. Why Nick screens that call. We're going to get back to a little bit of uh, Bike Week here, just listening around, and we'll cut into the oh, call in a minute. You want to get closer. Yeah. That's not about you biking. You want to see your bike. Absolutely, sir. Somebody That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Because as everybody knows, if your bike's out front, you can keep an eye on it. It's less likely to get the chain or the lock cut. Kudos to you. Okay, you're going to hook me up with coffee, or we're going to have to beg for this. Look, look, he's just giving me his coffee. Nate, that... That is what I consider great. All right. Well, no, we just have to get some of the pretty people here and grab some stuff. You know, just grab away. See, this is what I do. I just take it and put it in your pocket. See? See, that's how it is. Yes, and, and in fact, there was lots of swag to be had. Uh, if you want to give us a call here at 213-252-0998, that's 213-252-0998. We have some of that swag available to you. Yes, yes, Cliff was there. There were people passing out, uh, let's see, all sorts of uh, uh, everything from... Um, what is it? Zen cream to... I, I guess it was some sort of sunblock. There was lip balm from... Uh, 
Belgium, New Belgium, who, who also passed out bike kits. So it's not all about the beer, guys. And then, it, of course, just to top it off, uh, what is it? Dan, Dan Hon? Is that, is that the name of the fold-up bike? Day Hon? Or Day, Day Hon? D-A-H-O-N? I think it's Day Hon. They, they passed out a uh, little day sacks along with uh, the Mojo Bar. And we're going to hear a little bit more about it right now on Kill Radio. Before this thing. Absolutely. Doing a great job, man. We got we got Yos, Yosimar on camera. He, he's a little shy, but he. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, good job, man. All right, good job. All right, man. Good business. This is good. All right. Go, Tom. Go. All right, Tom. Rush away. Sorry. Okay. I think they'll hook you up. Drive or to bike, and you got it. If you're gonna go across the city, you should be careful. But, uh, but really, bicycling's not not any more dangerous than other transportation modes. It's but being on a bus is safer, but uh, but driving, biking, and walking are are more or less the same if you're if you're going from A to B. So um, so it's really safer than people think. But the, so why bike? Uh, and I think there's a lot of reasons. I mean, I I started it for the environment. I think it's really important for if we're looking at global warming. We're looking at healthy oceans and rivers and healthy air. Uh, it's great for the environment. It's also really cheap. <laughs> if you don't want to pay gas prices, uh, you know, get on a bike. It's really healthy. Uh, it's it's a it's an easy, low impact exercise that that you can sort of you, you don't have to get to the gym. You just like get your exercise on your way to wherever you're going. But really, I I think um, I think the best thing about bicycling is that it's fun. I'd rather be out having the wind rush past me. You know, I was yesterday, today, beautiful days. Los Angeles has so many days that you just, it's just so much better to be out uh, moving through this this beautiful place that we live in and not sort of trapped in a box. Good enough. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Joe, hey, we're going to tag you. They mentioned the LA River, and you're, you're an expert on the LA River. You've written a book on it and stuff. We're wondering. They talked about the extension and stuff, yet it's still on the LA River. Do you ever see the LA River being a, a real viable like transit way again? Uh, maybe not just for bikes, but for maybe navigable, uh, maybe expanded that way or something? <laughs> yeah, I think we'll have ice skating on it with global warming. <laughs> <laughs> on, on a serious note, are we going to see it extended, do you think, or is it an all a budgetary issue? They always say it's a budget. We yeah. have no money for this no, budget, we're, budget. We're, but yet they build freeways. And they extend yeah. the 405. Why can't they take some of that money and, and sort of, sort of, I would say, push it? Not push, but sort of give the pennies yeah. to the bike people. Well, if I were president, I would give more than the pennies to the bike people. But uh, you know, I think it's a, I think it's a matter of us being strategic as as people who care about bicycling and bicyclists and the environment and the city. Um, I think we need to look at look at how to 
do cost-effective projects. You know, bike paths are really expensive, and freeways are an order of magnitude or a couple orders of magnitude more expensive. Exactly. But, um, but I think we need to. There, there's, there's, you know, Metro call for projects money. There's um, state rivers conservancy money. There's yeah. federal set aside for transportation projects. I think we can fund expensive projects like the LA River Bike Path through some of these big sources, but I, I, I tend to think that that's more for um, having a, a fun, beautiful place in the middle of our city, having a good park that builds community more than as a bike thing. I think if we're, we could, we could make, we could make LA a, you know, kick-ass bike city, you know, with lots of safe streets for, you know, one one hundredth of the cost of building an elevator. Yeah, like I mean, that. places like Madison, Madison, that's places like Long Beach, in the Midwest, <laughs> you have to go that Long far. Beach. I mean, all these places are, are just like somebody just decides one day, let's let's put down green stripes or something. Let's put a green yeah. light, and the, and it San becomes Francisco's like doing a lot it of increases stuff. the property value in their yeah. section of town. I mean. Do you think well, I, LA is going to catch on to that one of these days? Yeah, I, I do. Okay. Right. Okay, I'm going to head. All right, I'll let you get back home again. Okay. That's fine. Another kickoff. That building was still being built. Yeah. I'm always hungry. You know what? Um, let me see. What about one of these? Okay. What is it? A chocolate macadamia? Just came out this week. Oh my god. Brand, brand new. I, you know, I'd like to believe that. You know, you're offsetting all of all of Hawaii now. All those macadamias that were going, the crummy things are going to this. Look at it. Yes, yes. Michelle Mallory is going to feed. Excellent, excellent. Have you guys tried the crunch bar? No, we haven't. Pop one open. It's a granola bar. Hook our ass up. <laughs> no, you know, that's the thing. Clip is going to be at all these events, and we really want to commend them on some of the programs that they do socially, not just, we try. you know, yeah, not just feeding us. They also do some things that are great, too. Here's some crunch bars. Some of the, some of the excellent things. And then this is our newest bar that just came out. It's the White Chocolate Macadamia Mojo Bar. All right. Everybody. I'm noticing, I'm noticing photo stuff. Is this you or is this somebody else here? This oh no, that's their stuff. Oh, that's, that's cool. That's We're okay, so this is chicken leather walking around and bumping into the representatives from Cliff Bar and stuff. The other thing uh, we talked about it with Cliff Bar is besides their new flavor, somebody they'll love that. Is the fact that uh, besides Maestro coming out and wrenching, and we're going to hear uh, them go over uh, somebody's bike and give them some advice. Uh, they've come out with, uh, besides their new-tasting macadamia nut bar that I got to try, it was mm, delicious, uh, the Mojo Bars, definitely positive. But uh, uh, they have a promise kind of bike. If you promise to do so many miles or something, they have some not not lucrative gifts, but uh, something to remind you that uh, you're out there doing the cause, almost like a carbon credit, so to speak, or... or or what have you, right? What, how is, what do you mean? Well, uh, say I promise to ride 100 miles like a promise bike. Uh, a promise bike, they give you the bike to go ride that. That's similar to how they're doing down at, uh, I guess, uh, Metabolic Studios and their bike thing called hmm. the, the B-Bikes. But uh, the, the other thing that's going on is that uh, uh, with somebody like Cliff, they're actually giving you scarves and what have you, but uh, on a... On a more expanded note, they're 
If, if you've ever seen their parking lot, it's just all bikes. They've replaced their parking lot with bikes, which is kind of strange. Where are they? Uh, they're located, I think, in Colorado somewhere. Oh, okay. No, I thought maybe you were saying around here. No, or something. Yeah. no. And, and, oh, my God. If Belgian Brewery were here in Los Angeles, would that be insane? There'd be people taking tours with movie stars and stuff, I think. What, where is Belgian Brewery? Right yeah, I, I think Colorado, but we're going to oh, have yeah. to check on that. Anyway, I bumped into Amy at, at one of the things. Perhaps that's her calling to tell me I'm wrong. Well, this would be April. Let's talk to her. Another A, a name, though. Why April? We have you on the phone. Hey, tell me, are you, are you going to be in next week with uh, a show? Who is this? Chicken letter. I'm going to pass this to Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I am. Am I, am I live right now? Uh, I, I believe you are. Did you want to talk more off, off, the, off the cuff? or? No, no, I just wanted to know if I was actually on, you're, on the radio. You're actually on the radio, miss. Sweet. That's awesome. That's why I called in. Yeah, um, this is April, and I'm starting to do the show called Chicken on Bikes, and I will be there next Saturday morning um, for episode two, and I just wanted to let uh, our awesome audience know that I have some cool guests lined up to call in, so I don't have... I don't have anyone in the studio with me but Nick, but we do have, um, and that's amazing in itself. But um, for our calling guests, we're going to have Jen, who was on the first episode. She will be calling in to represent the Bay Area and tell us what's going on up there. And then I have one other surprise guest, maybe two. So it's going to be a good day. Wow. And the reason you guys aren't here today is because you're all down at the uh, Red Bull soapbox in a, in a thing called uh, a box of chicks, right? You're, you're racing that way, right? Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Actually, I'm going to work, but um, I was there this morning. So, really? Uh, no. It's a mess downtown. Maybe that's where everybody is because we were just commenting how, how dead the streets are around here. Maybe there's so many events all over that it's just sucking the traffic out towards other places, right? Well, that's what I heard. Um, I, through my grapevine, I heard wherever you're going to drive today, make sure you give yourself extra, extra time because there's lots of events around the city. I don't know what's going on. Um, I haven't done any research into what's actually going on. I've just been at home this morning relaxing. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's... Okay, I've obviously put you on... on on the you know the skinny here with with this question, but uh, uh, it's also the end of the world here, right? Right, it is the end of the world, and I, I'm really bummed that I can't be doing something more exciting. I I have to go to work. I'm going to be working when Jesus comes, and yeah. I guess that's good. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, maybe I'll give you a break. Everybody that works first and rides a bike gets in free or something. It's kind of like a bike event, huh? Yeah, free, but I free have valley nothing. bike parking. I'm working far away, so I have to drive my car. Well, I, th I think that's acceptable because you probably offset your own carbon footprint by biking the rest of the time, right? Yeah, I, I think so. Thank you. Thank you uh, okay. But um, anyway, um, with, without uh, uh, blurring your work, or, or maybe you do, um, you're, you're going to be here next week on, on Bike Talk. Um, we look forward to that. Um, any, anything we should be uh, burning up on in terms of uh, subject matter or anything? Uh, do you have a theme for next week? I don't have a theme for next week. I'm 
I would like to extend the, the invitation to uh, anybody who's interested in being on the show to uh, give me a call. Okay. Um, and I'll, I'll just put out my phone number now. Oh, I better, guess. better yet, do you have like a Facebook or, a, or an email that people can do that? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that would probably gonna, be better. I'm going to start a Chicks on Bikes Facebook page okay. soon. So this week there will be a Chicks on Bikes Facebook page. and that's There you go. That's going to be exciting. Um, so in the meantime, everyone can email me for any kind of yes, I want to be on the show or questions or anything at, um, here you go, april.allart at gmail.com. All right. Well, that's that's a great one. I like that. Sort Thank of self-inclusive. Um, yeah. So uh, Art and Bikes, that sounds like a real, you know, step forward into the foray there. Yeah, it's a win-win-win. Yeah, uh, April, are you doing anything with artists in the future on any of your shows? I would love to. I, I had planned on trying to get some artists together for a show in uh -huh. June, so that's something that that we can uh, we can definitely talk about. I'd love to to get some people on the show to talk about like art yeah the reason i mention it is that last week was our spoken art ride and the um, the resident artist we had in his name was um um Agu mr aguilar uh, he he came in and he was so enamored with everything that he got on not only our our loaner bike but he rode it all night and then afterwards he he broke into a uh, a spirited kind of live acoustical set there afterwards in the bike oven that everybody sort of sang songs with together so it was it was a fun thing and i'd love that to say that we were, all, we were all drunk and drinking and singing those things but it wasn't those kind of songs it was just like fun rounds and stuff fun hey people yes so you wanted to talk about the potential bike talk concert hi nick how are hi, April. you i'm good thank you how are you? Yeah, I wanted to just call in and, and maybe have a, a little, um, yeah, I want to talk about what we're, we're creating here, this, this event that we're creating this summer for a few minutes. Okay. Let's um, go. So I was thinking maybe it would be a good time to tell people we're planning some kind of block party and we are looking for talent. Talent, like... So, um, what kind of talent? Well, I know you and I had talked about um, having a musical component, so mm -hmm. maybe we need to be uh, to get some of the bike bands to call in, or anyone who's interested in anyone who makes music who wants to do a summer festival, an outdoorsy event. I say festival very loosely. I don't really know what shape this is going to take, but think more of block party. Um, and maybe they can start to call in and we can do some, some interviews and just start to create, you know, maybe these bands have an idea about what they want to do um, to, to contribute to the event. Okay. And it should be bike-oriented, right? Um, I don't really think it has to be bike. I mean, I think that's cool, but I think personally that if, they are riding bikes, but they're not singing about bikes. <laughs> but at least it has to be transit, like transit-oriented, right? Like they have to take public transportation to get there or something. 
I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I like that. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. I just, it, it seems like the theme would be that it would have to be something involving uh, bikes or, you know, and, or not cars. Or, right. Yeah, yeah, I think something involving bikes and not cars is a, a good way to put it. So, um, when would this be? Like, uh, July or something? I think July is good. Yeah, I think we should try to, we're going to try to pull something out of the hat for July. Um, the other thing that you and I talked about was starting to get some of the local rides to get involved and maybe somebody wants to come on one of our shows over the next couple of weeks and start to drum up support and get local rides to end up at our event. I know we don't yeah. have a lot of the particulars, i.e. time and place, date, location, et cetera, um, settled yet, but maybe we can just start to get people interested to come on the show. Yeah, and um, that's that's a I mean, I was going to say it's a great idea, but I think it was my idea. So it is a great idea. Yeah. I mean, you're right. It Thanks. was a idea. <laughs> um, yeah. So, well, maybe this will be the putting the word out right here. So putting the word out, so people can communicate with us on the Bike Talk Facebook page, and I'm going to start the Chicks on Bike Facebook page, and um, I guess. Yeah, we're going to plan an awesome summer event to drum up support for all things cycling in Los Angeles. Cool. Thanks, April. Cool. Yeah. So we'll see you next Saturday on Chicks on Bikes. Yeah, we'll be there. And we'll I'm see really you on excited. Facebook. excited. We have a fun, a fun show planned, and, um, and uh, yeah, that's it. All right, April. And all right, you guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. All right, Kill Radio. It's the end of the world. Uh, according to our clock, it's uh, now you've only got six hours and 35 minutes left till the end of the world. Or is that backwards? Yeah, six hours and 35 minutes. What are you going to do, Nick? I want to play that REM song. What? It's what REM the end song? Of the world. Oh, right, Michael Stipe. Yeah, singing. Okay. That's, that that is the end of the world, right? <laughs> what? Michael Stipe singing? I, I like REM. They they came from Athens, Georgia. I found out. Oh really? Yeah, I had a friend of mine that was from Athens, and, it, and apparently he goes, nobody comes from Athens. And then I I chimed in when I said, "Isn't REM from there?" And he says, "What? You know about REM?" And I said, "They're they're really big now." And he says, "That used to be like the local band that would play at all my frat you, parties you and stuff." And I said, You're, "You don't know that they've become What's really that? huge." And he was like amazed. I, I think this goes back to us. Like I took him to breakfast, and I couldn't afford like breakfast. It was like one of those things you do for somebody's birthday, and so I ended up, I think the breakfast gift, uh, I, it was one of those inspired breakfast gifts that uh, I, I couldn't find anything, so I just grabbed some stuff, and I gave them, like, coupons for magazines or something. Yeah. You, you've never had one of those. You always had money for people at I've never birthdays. not had money. So I've Ah, been... well, there you go. All right, being broke um, here, Kill Radio. It is Kill Radio and KPFK on the webcast. Uh, bike talk. We're going to get back to bike week now. Um, just as promised, a little bit of El Maestro, and then we're going to go to the blessing of the bike. Oh, Sound cool. good? Yeah.
Or do you, should we just go to the Blessing of the Bikes? Let's go to El Maestro for a minute, because they, they do something with a bike here that you see only in passing. Kill Radio. Okay. So what's it doing? So whenever it would lean down and put pressure to go ride from a stop, the wheel would turn to the left and hit the metal and ah. stop and fix it. Sometimes the quick release, it might not be adjusting it real tight. Okay. So we'll check that. I mean, damn, it is tight. Uh, has, it, has it done it lately? No, like my, my dad would fix it for me and he'd tighten it up, but every, like every day without fail, what happens? Yeah, I find sometimes you can you can actually switch out your ski from a skewer to a yeah, Sometimes that'll help you out too. Yeah. But uh, the other thing is, if it slips too much, I've also found that you know the derailleur. Uh, this is a screw-in derailleur. You can take one of the back derailleur things or a bolt or something and, and slide in the half moon key in there. You yeah. What he's saying though, sometimes the, the rim itself just shifts. Yeah, it's a weight deal. It probably sounds like it's a weight deal. But right now, I mean, the skewer is really yeah. tight, so yeah. you can't have a problem right now. Because it actually just happened. I tightened it about five. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they shift. Then the only what I could recommend you is uh, to switch out your whole axle. Yeah. And that's gonna and we'll put the bolt on. Just this, this, the inside. Actually, this is a whole new tire. Yeah. But uh, we're we're being told this might be tough, but I, I've had my rear axle go on me, and I know that Schwinn's used to uh, come with inserts that you could actually put to hold stuff in on them, and it was almost like the I was I was suggesting the half moon kind of solution here which is like there's a it's an actual bolt that they use uh for bolt-in derailleurs as opposed to the ones that screw into the frame and what, what you could do on there is sometimes is get get an extra one and you're almost putting like a bolt in front of it so it's not going to slip slip out up from the pressure so um what's You've what you got? You had a yogi prayer at the blessing of the bikes. I'm I did. At, I'm I did. Oh, the yogi prayer is here. great. Do you want to hear the yogi prayer before everything? Cool. Yes. The yogi prayer is great. He tells you about stuff. We're gonna go right to the yogi prayer, but then we're gonna go back and play the beginning. But the yogi prayer, we want. You know what? Let's play it in order. Okay. We'll get to the yogi Let's prayer. Do it. All right. So they had not only the priest, the rabbi, and the monk, but they also had a yogi. Well, you know, that sounds like a comedy act. But, yes, there was a priest, a rabbi, a monk, a yogiist. And did they walk into a bar? And they, <laughs> they, Yeah, and you think after the first one hit, the second one would have stopped. But, no, there's, they all walk into a bar, and they're riding bikes, <laughs> apparently. But, anyway, here we are. It's intros at, at Blessing the Bikes. It is Kill Radio. And let's just say the weather... It would be, if this was a movie, exterior event rain. It is Kill Radio. Tom Kelly from K-Earth. All right, well, listen, it's great to be here today. And, uh, you know, i, I got to tell you something. Safety is really a very important thing, especially here in Los Angeles. Uh, I was talking to a couple of friends of mine who ride bikes all the time, and they really got to keep after, uh, you know, they got to keep uh, their eyes watching for cars, and they got to make sure that they're doing the right things, too, when they make a turn. A lot of, a lot of times when you're on your bike, you feel you got, uh, you know, carte blanche, and you can do anything you want. But you have to be safe, too. And that's what this is all about. Isn't that right, Andy? Absolutely, absolutely. Bicycle safety and, and to be safe on your bike. And, of course, to drive and ride defensively. Just like uh, if you're in an automobile, uh, you want to drive and ride defensively. Look out at, at all different types of things that are coming around. 
And you know, I gotta tell you something. So there, there are some people out there who don't like bikes on the road. And so they, I mean, there, there are uh, rude people. So you just really have to make sure that uh, you keep an eye on them. So uh, if they're not keeping an eye on you, you know what I'm talking about, Andy. Good. Shotgun, thanks. Um, Shotgun's going to stay up here with me. We have a number of introductions. Uh, first of all, I want to thank all of you brave souls for coming out today, our bicyclists. You're the ones who we're honoring. So I appreciate those that have come out. This is our eighth annual, come out year after year. Uh, to celebrate Blessing of the Bicycles. And any of our newcomers, especially welcome all of you newcomers, and please make it a point to come out each year to support Blessing of the Bicycles. We have an important message. The message is we are creating a vision here of making it safe for all bicyclists, not only here in Los Angeles, throughout the United States, throughout the world. We want people to experience the joys of bicycling. So um, with that, we're going to kind of kick this off at the 8th Annual. And, you know, this is a unique event that we have here in Los Angeles. We have blessing of the animals, blessing of, uh, blessing of all sorts of things. And today we have some uh, really, really famous clergy here with us. Um, you know, Shotgun, I know we have the singing rabbi back by popular demand, but... I thought this was the guy, actually, yeah. the uh, singing rabbi coming in today, Shotgun. Yeah, I know a lot of people like, confuse me of being a rabbi, but uh, yeah. that's okay, that's all right. Uh, uh, I'm of the Catholic faith myself, but uh, anyway, it's just kind of a shtick uh, that uh, you know I've used all, all these years uh, in my television and radio career, and, and it's done well. And of course, on K Earth 101 yesterday, I uh, talked about this uh, particular event, and uh, it was just a really, an, it's amazing how many phone calls. That I got. Hey, what's what's the deal? And and so I, I hope some of our K Earth One Hundred One listeners are out here today going to be riding their bike. All right, let's hear it for them. The Bible even play there. Good. So there's um you know it's like like any event there are some kind of highs and some lows and there's some somber portions of this, but they're very happy portions of this. And one of the things we want to do is bring about awareness. Each year, approximately 700 people lose their lives in bicycling accidents, and many, many more, about half a million, are injured. In 2008, about 716 people lost their lives. We're going to honor them today, and we also want to um, you know, ensure that uh, we're, we're dedicating this, that those that um, are injured, we want to bring about you know greater awareness, not only of the cars, but just the various traffic issues that we have throughout Los Angeles. You know, I got to tell you something, folks. Uh, there's a there's a gentleman who loves Los Angeles. If you need to get something done here in L.A., there's one guy who is a go-to guy. As a matter of fact, I've known him for many many years, and he's always preached to me. Uh, about safety here in Los Angeles and uh, how aware everybody should be. And of course, everybody loves this guy. I'm telling you, I'm talking about our city councilman, the one, the only, you know him, you love him. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Tom LeBarge. Shotgun Tom Kelly, K-101 in the evening. And I played Elvis for you, man. Yeah, I love it, I love it. Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, every day's a blessing. We're blessing the bikes today, but every day's a blessing. And we have a blessing in Los Angeles to be together with people. It's a challenge. There's no question about it. I step out here because two things you need in life, water and relationships. 
Water cleanses our bodies, brings us our food. Relationships gives us the mental ability to do things. And Good Samaritan has a great relationship. It has a great name. Let's hear it for the Good Samaritan Hospital. Mental, mental. I want to give a, a shout out uh, to everybody who's been ever uh, cared for here. And I always, when I come here, I think of the greatness of Robert F. Kennedy, who they tried so hard to save on that tragic night in June of 1968. But today we're here for bicycles. And there's a great coalition, the coalition, the Los Angeles Co County Coalition of Bicycle Advocates. Give them a big hand. Yeah. LA County Bike Advocates, which is so important. So I'm going to step back. I started my day. I got to stand back. Uh, I started my day at Tommy's Hamburger Stand. I didn't eat there. I didn't uh, eat there. Uh, but I rode from there, and I made a nice left turn right at Rampart. Came over six, saw all the potholes. I'm going to talk to the get together. Big hand to Ed Reyes, the councilman of this district. We're going to talk to Big Ed. We're going to get 6th Street repaved. We're going to get uh, Imperial Highway repaved. We're going to get, what's the other street? I love LA. Broadway, everywhere else. I love LA. I love you. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you very much. Yeah, Cracamento. All right, so that was Tom LaBange at the Blessing of the Bikes. And we got Steve Herbert in the studio. Hey, Steve. Hey, how's it going? Um, it's great. <laughs> Got a lot of horns, a lot of cars outside. Yeah. Um, for a it, bike talk, it's, you need a lot of more bells or something going on here. Well, we're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you rode up here from Santa Monica? I rode up here from uh, Culver City, actually. Culver City. And it was either this or surfing? It was, yeah. Make a, make a very long story uh, short. Um, I have a event tomorrow where we're doing a, it's called the Coast to Coast Swim Challenge. And it's a fundraiser to raise money for kids um, who need swim lessons, basically. And so the L.A. Tri Club and the L.A. Um, Southern California Aquatic Masters, SCAC, are doing a uh, relay swim at the Culver City Plunge. It starts at 6 in the morning tomorrow and goes on until, I think, midnight. And a lot of people are just picking up relays and doing uh they're, they're buying a half hour at a time uh with the money going to help support you know give, to give uh give kids swim lessons essentially and they're trying to do enough mileage collectively throughout the day to be the equivalent of going to um uh i'm sorry get to the equivalent of going across country uh so three thousand miles yeah and so anyway, so this morning I, w I woke up, I've had a cold the last couple of days, and I just couldn't quite get myself moving. And I was, my, my original plan was to go down uh, the Biona bike, pla uh, mm -hmm. bike path to um, El Porto and go surf with my board Is uh, using my uh, cargo bike. Um, but I just couldn't quite get my butt in gear, so instead I decided since you guys had a timeline here, I'd ride up here instead. <laughs> well, that's not too shabby. Yeah, it's like nine and a half miles. Not too shabby. But um, so you, how often do you do the cargo bike surfboard um, trip? I've done it about a dozen times uh, since I got the bike about four months ago, um, and I try to try to get out. Usually, I'll do it like early in the morning before work if I if I can sneak it all in. Wow, what time do you have to leave? Uh, usually sunrise. And how do you attach the uh, surfboard? Uh, well, I've got an extra cycle. And they've got uh, platforms that clip into the sides. They, they call them wide loaders. Mm -hmm. And they're just basically a little aluminum uh, arc that, that, that pops into the side. And you normally could pile boxes or whatever you need to carry on it. I put my board and uh, the, the, 
built-in, I forget what they call them, they're, I think they call them a free radical or something, basically the panniers that they come with have these really long straps, and the, the, the sides come down almost like a hammock, and so you can just go ahead and wrap your board mm-hmm. and connect the straps around the top. And then I add a bungee cord or two just to keep it, keep it uh, tight. Is it a conversation starter? Always. <laughs> I always get, get the thumbs up from people, provided yeah. I don't run into them with it. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm no small guy, so I ride a, a, a longboard, a 9.6, and uh, it, uh, wow. it sticks out quite a bit. So do you have you run into people? Uh, not yet. Not That's yet. Good. I've been very, very, very good. <laughs> um, so the Bayona, Bayona Creek uh, path, that starts where on, in Culver City? That starts, gosh, where does or it? It starts it at like- a park. Uh, not very far from La Cienega. Right. And uh, it goes all the way down to Playa del Rey, um, uh, where the before they cut out and dug out the Marina del Rey back in the 50s, there was a bridge that went across uh, the Bayona Creek. And they were, they left the bridge, but they basically it just goes across between the two uh, breakwaters, uh, or actually mm-hmm. from the homes on one side to the breakwater that makes up the uh, southern edge of um, Marina del Rey Channel. And so that it ends right there, effectively. And then you can just go across the bridge and down the the uh, bike path down into Manhattan Beach if you want to. It's a great path. I've done it a couple times. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, you have to get from here to uh, the start of it. Yeah, I'm very blessed that I live over in that part of the world for, for yeah. those things. And um, so you work down at KCRW. And right, and you, yeah, it keeps coming up, doesn't it? <laughs> I, well, for us, that's like the big leagues, and you know, because we're we're like basically not even minor leagues here, you know. But um, you started a bike blog. I did start a bike blog. I uh, we I was emailing basically my folks at work, uh, fellow employees, saying, "Hey, uh, why don't you ride your bike?" And here's some things that I I've done and run into, and here's my story and. Uh, Kajan Cermak, our traffic reporter on the afternoons, uh, has a blog called Shortcuts on the uh, KCRW uh, webpage. And she said, you know, this stuff is perfect for my blog. Do you mind? And I said, no. And she said, well, why don't you just go ahead and tailor it a little bit? And so it became a thing. And uh, we did four leading up to bike week over the course of, well, I guess, about six days. And then uh, she's out of the town right now and when she gets back we're going to probably do one about once every week or two of, of something relating to bikes cool. so you you've so far you've done you know how to how to bike to work right and how to bike to work uh logistics of you know you know I, you always hear i would do it but and then there's a list of reasons why the but so that was to sort of address all of those things or don't think about or come up with excuses for not doing it what's a big but uh a big butt is uh, what do I do with my clothes? Uh, I, I'll sweat too much, um, that kind of thing. And the answer was, well, you know, work it out. <laughs> work it out. <laughs> if, you know, get a shower. Uh-huh. If, you, if you, you know, if you have a gym uh, nearby, maybe you can go ahead and use the, the shower privileges, or if you have a membership there. Uh, a lot of people don't be a sissy. Don't be a words. sissy. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, sometimes you have them at work and you don't know it. You just kind of got to ask about it a little bit. Um, I'm fortunate that the studios at uh, KCRW are part of Santa Monica College, so we have a gym, and mm. we've got showers and whatnot over there. Deodorant. Uh, I always, what I do is I, I I pack my clothes for a week's worth. Usually, I'll drive them in one day, and then uh, uh, that includes the the to- deodorant and mm. toiletries and all that stuff that you need. What's another but? Another but was um, I don't know how to get there. Um, for, you know, the, actually, the biggest one I hear all the time is that it's too far, it's too hilly, 
or there's too much traffic and I will die. Uh, right. And How get do you killed. And, um, address that. Well, um, the, the main one, is I, I steered them to Google Maps because what a lot of people didn't know is that on the directions section, there's actually a little icon that you click that gives you bike-friendly routes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, so, you, you know, they don't try to route you on the freeway. They don't try to route you on King Kong Hills uh, mm-hmm. if they can help it. Um, and usually they'll, if, if the options are there, uh, depending on what, where you're going, they'll offer you three or four different options on how to, how to do the same ride. I've... I've Oh, what do you think qualifies as a bike-friendly route for Google? How do they? What's their algorithm? Well, I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not part of their secret stash of uh, of information as far as you know what what their formulas are. But um, my understanding, they sort of start with the established bike routes that already exist, either bike lanes or just you know the the, the share the road type of signs that have been around for a while, mm-hmm. and then they build out from that. They'll go ahead and use um, uh, parallel streets to the big. The, the bigger major streets. Mm-hmm. Um, I came up here by Fourth Street today, which uh, is by and large a bunch of residential streets that kind of cut through the city here, uh, and and uh, that was something that Google both routed me and I had experienced before. There's Sharrows on that street, which right. at least for half of it, I'm thinking, why do we need Sharrows on this street? I mean, it's great that they're here, but this is a a natural, not busy street. But right. again, that was Saturday morning, and maybe it's busier during the rest well, of the week. That's supposed to be the Bicycle Boulevard, Fourth Street. Is it? That was a celebrated street. It was a project. Tom LaBonge personally rode up and down it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's good. I mean, it was. It, there, I think I encountered two cars. It took me a little bit of an about an hour, actually just under an hour, actually, to get from Culver City up to here. Mm-hmm. And um, and there wasn't a, there really weren't any cars, so it was a perfect route for that but um i'm you know the pavement is it's a lot, a lot of it's concrete a lot of it is uh la's 1930s jutted rutted uh broken disjointed stuff so if you had a road bike it might not be the best boulevard i would think to route right. it would be nice if they actually gave you guys or gave us uh a better type of um surface to ride on if they're going to go ahead and declare these things as big Streets. I would love to see you know much more developed infrastructure, but but no, it worked. It worked really well. Yeah, you were looking behind to see what bike I rode in today. It was a, it's a hybrid, so it has a little bit heavier frame and heavier tires. And mm-hmm. It's not as big a deal. But I'll, if I put my little road bike on there with big old me, I'll I'm stand a good chance of bending the wheel if I get it in the wrong rut. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we we maybe could use some more direct um, big bike route type streets that that'll go from. The Bayona Creek path to, like downtown, that would be great. Oh, the Expo Line, Expo Line. I went rode right by it. At least at the end where it ends on Venice today. And uh, I also was looking in the local bike. I think it was Streets Blogs or one of the the the, the bike site. I guess it was had a bid on it, and they have started laying down uh, bike lanes on Expo. It's not the segregated, separated bike path that was going to run along the bike right uh, the rail right of way. It's just they've just gone and striped the street, which is better than nothing. That's for darn sure. But it's it's like it's it's, it's like being promised uh, a big toy for Christmas and getting an orange or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but but does that mean that it's not going to be a separated bike path? Because they were talking about it like in, in apparently uh, phase one, which is what they're testing now and and finishing up on, is doesn't appear to be separate separated. It seems to be part of the street, uh, and and uh, as they're looking and walking through part two, 
from what I gather, there is some spots where they're not even sure it's going to be continuous because they have some issues with right-of-way and, and, and paths. They have some alternate routing through some really hilly areas uh, around uh, motor and in the Palms area uh, mm-hmm. that, that may be a problem. Um, and they, I think they're still trying to work that through. Because some people are suing. Uh, well, you can't do anything in this town without somebody suing. Right. Um, that's 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 just the reality of of L.A. Is that you know whatever you can do, you're gonna somebody's gonna you know some people are gonna be for it, and a lot of people are gonna be against it. And the the ones that are most vocal are the ones that are directly affected. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I was I was born I was born over in that part of town, raised in that area. That area. And, what is that called? Uh, Palms? No. Well, the the over by National. From Venice so on Beverly Hills adjacent, right? Yeah, that's that, there, there's a, there's a bunch of different community names for it. The Rancho Park, uh, Westwood is a little bit higher up, but um, um, and Mar Vista is a little further to the west. But the whole area, I'm trying to remember, I'm blanking on the actual name of that community. Cheviot that, Hills. Thank you. That is <laughs> that is Cheviot Hills and a couple other little uh, enclaves that uh, glob on to Cheviot Hills along there. And that rail right away was an old freight line. And actually, maybe even before that, it may have been a red car for all I know. But um, when I was growing up, it was still freight line, and it went into the light industrial areas along Exposition Boulevard and then up uh, Sepulveda, where there was a lot of, um, uh, again, light industrial and warehouses and that kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. on into Santa Monica on Expo. And they decommissioned it in the 70s. They used to run a one, like one engine and a caboose on there just to maintain the right-of-way with the PUC. And I think sometime in the late 70s or early 80s, they actually uh, decided to abandon it. And, and they uh, MTA, uh, I think Xavier Slavsky actually went and um, spearheaded a bond measure so that the MTA could buy that right-of-way. And that was early, early, early 1980s with the idea that they would do something with um, uh, a light rail line along there. And it's taken, you know, all of 30 years now for it to become close to being a reality through that section. And the neighbors who have been there said, ah, it's never going to happen. We don't have to worry about it. And now all of a sudden they're freaked out because they're going to have to live with the noise and the, the influx of people that may or may not be uh, the demographic that they're used to coming through mm. their, their backyards. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's a concern for them. So this little neighborhood's trying to stop the expo line, or they're trying to stop the um, just the bike path. I think it's too late for them to stop the expo line. I think that's a uh, that's a done deal now. Uh, but the um, what I read in Streets blog was that the parts of the right of way that they thought they had for the um, bikeway uh, actually wasn't theirs or what and and there was some flaw they, they took a path as far as doing an environmental impact review mm-hmm. or a position that said they didn't have to do a full-blown review and as a result the neighbors are challenged them on that right and it's 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 a bunch of delaying is what it is the longer you delay it the more the you push it down the road and maybe the funding will fall apart maybe this will or that will happen and they just yeah. you know they're trying to keep it from happening i wonder if they could go over the neighborhood like just the neighbors i've heard on a couple of crossings one one is at overland and where the the right of way the other one is westwood they've talked about the apparently metro wants to do it at grade and those are really busy streets during community commuting hours and Mm -hmm. if you've ever been along the blue line uh where it uh, crosses at grade down in south central la it can 
be quite disruptive to the traffic patterns as those gates open and close uh, mm-hmm. and the trains frequently go through there. So the neighbors have actually petitioned for it to be above grade and take it over, and I gather Metro has said no. Uh, and that's one of their hot buttons. And I you said above grade? I mean, in other words, putting a bridge uh-huh. and taking it over the street yeah. instead of going going at grade, meaning that, across the street. I, I want to see a bike, like, like a, a bike mon- freeway. A bike freeway, yeah, like a monorail bike freeway. You know, that's like elevated, and you don't have to worry about it. That'd be cool. And off ramps. That'd be cool. You can make it out of wood. Well, they, you know, it, it's funny because they could do a lot of things, and 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 the the problem now is because this, everybody's you know the streets. Streets are broken and the, the the state is broke. Governments don't have the money to go ahead and and think do anything more than what they already know how to do. Mm-hmm. And getting people to wake up and 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 get out of their molds a little bit is really hard to get get folks to 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 move to. That's the biggest problem right now is that you can't you know just even getting somebody to get out of their car and ride a bike is uh, right. is a major headache right now. So heaven forbid you tell them, well, we're going to spend money on something else. So what other things are you going to blog about? Um, we're going to talk, we're going to blog a little bit more about getting people out of cars, about, uh, I want to do one on gas mm-hmm. and gas savings and that kind of stuff. I haven't, haven't touched on the economic piece of it at all. Uh, I want, I'm toying with bike safety. I want to keep it positive as much as I can. Uh, and if you ever read it, most of them are, are pretty upbeat and, uh, Ted, Ste- uh, Ted Stevens, Ted Rogers has done a lot on the bike deaths in L.A. and some of the, the fatalities and whatnot that's gone on. And I think there needs to be more talked about that and highlighted that. I haven't quite figured out how I would approach that. I may just have asked Ted to go ahead and write one mm-hmm. on that himself. I'm not sure yet. But um, those are a couple of things in the mix, and I've, I've got a few other things bouncing around that I haven't quite clarified yet. All right, maybe and something on uh, bike talk. Who knows? Yeah, do it. Do a blog on bike talk. Yeah, that'd be great. And uh, we have Eric Ochoa here in the studio. Hey, Eric, you want to jump on? How's it going? It's good. I came late, but the show was in swing, and uh, we um, we got stuff. We got footage from Bike Week, from uh, Chicken Leather, and Blessing of the Bikes. Oh, that was this past week. Um, that was, yeah, this huh. was bike week. So how was the world of racing? Okay, well, um, today was stage 14 of the Giro d'Italia. Uh, the route, the route had to be a little changed. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to get this name right, but the Crostis descent, which is, well, a descent, uh, was taken out of the, of today's route due to the reason of, um, rider safety. So they had to take it out. And, of course, you know, right now safety is, I'm sure, the race director's prime concern due to the death of Walter Valens on stage three. But, I mean... Yeah, what, what, tell us what happened there? Well, in, in stage three, there was um, a breakaway in which the Belgian Walter Valens was in. I'm not sure how many k's away from the finish it was, but it was during a descent that um, he was in the breakaway he looked back to see if there were any riders, you know, following him. He he had another, he had some other riders on, on the breakaway. Um, Radio Shack's Tiago Machado was right there with him. So when Walter looked back, um, it is said that his pedal hit against the stone wall, and that's what you know catapulted him over the over his bike, and you know he landed face first on the pavement. And they say the impact was like over 90k an hour. He died instantly. 
you wow. know, um, race race doctors were quick on the scene to you know giving them CPR, injecting them with you know adrenaline to try and revive them, but you know nothing seemed to work. You know they still airlifted them up to to the hospital to see if they could have done anything, but sadly you know he died upon impact and nothing was was done. Um, of course, mm-hmm. the stage after was neutralized in his honor. Uh, his Leopard Trek team was um, allowed to go into the final kilometer, you know, side to side with each other, crossing the line in arms along with Walter Balin's best friend, Garmin Cervelo's Tyler Farah. So, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that had to be one of the motives to take out that cross this descent on today's stage. Uh, the Euskatel rider Igor Anton won the stage today behind Alberto Contador. Alberto came in 33 seconds later, and it's kind of great to see um, one of the GC contenders actually doing something because up until Alberto took over the race lead, which was, I believe, on Mount Etna, I guess that kind of demoralized the other GC contenders. They're like, okay, you know, now it's going to be a race for the podium for second and third because, you know, Alberto Contador is no doubt right now the best Grand Tour rider around, and he's clearly showing it right now. He had This is two second-place um Two second places he's had in a row. Yesterday he came in second behind Rujano. I'm sure he could have taken the stage, but I think right now time is his biggest concern. You know, I guess I don't think he, he cares if he gets second or third. He just wants to finish with, um, you know, in the pack of his main rivals. Um, he already mm-hmm. won a stage, so I don't think, you know, another stage for him is going to matter. You know, there's two time trials, and he's regarded as one of the best time trialists in the sport, so he has a chance for that. What do you see in a few? Is Contador like the the best in the sport right now? Contador is the best in the sport, stage race wise, mm-hmm. um, and clearly he's the best climber in the world right now. Um, second to him is Andy Schleck, but you know right now looking at the Giro d'Italia, like I said, it was great to see you know Igor Anton, who was one of the pre-race favorites, actually do something because up until you know like I said on stage nine, I believe which was Mount Etna. Nobody has really done anything, you know. Um, Alberto attacks, but nobody seems to be able to follow his attacks because of his quick acceleration up the climbs. Hmm. And okay. we're going to turn over now to the Tour of California, which is happening at, um, at the same time as well. Yesterday was the return of the Solvang time trial to the Amgen Tour of California. Going into that stage, of course, Levi Leipheimer was the favorite to take to take that stage because... He's won that stage in 2009, 2008, and 2007. And that stage has pretty much secured his overall victory the three times that he's won the overall at Tour California. But this time it was a little bit different. Um, Garmin Cervelo's David Zabriskie just slaughtered that course. You know, if you look at the ride that he did during that time trial, you know, he was descending like a madman in those corners. He was tucked into that arrow position that he's known for the whole ride all the way and that sprint to the line you could have seen that determination in his face and he really wanted to win that stage his gc hopes for this race were over on the climb to which was sierra road he came over four and a half minutes after chris horner and he came in as garmin cervello's um leader since he came in he's come second twice and third once so he's pretty much been up there on the podium but he says He's made it no secret that he wants to win California, but it seemed this course with more mountains, more climbing, it's just not really suited for a type of rider, the type of rider that he is. But his Garmin Cervelo team has currently three riders up in the top ten, all within a minute and a half 
of Chris Horner. They have Christian Vandeveld, who's in third place. Then they have Tom Danielson, who's using sort of Tour of California to show his form to try and secure a spot for himself in the Tour de France. And, of course, you have the writer, the Canadian writer, Ryder Hegedal, also up there. So today is the the stage that everybody's been waiting for this year's Tour of California, the climb to Mount Baldy. It's the one that the riders are really, I guess, sort of scared of. It's not a really long stage. I believe it's 78 miles. But that climb up to Mount Baldy, it's going to hurt. Hmm. Okay, so how can we watch this? Uh, Universal, no. Yeah, Versus is showing live coverage, which starts at 2. It goes from 2 to 4. That's how it's usually been since it started last week. Today? Today. Today at 2. Uh, you could also catch it online, Steep Hill, usually always steephill.com, always has um, coverage of the major races going on. You know, they're also showing the Giro d'Italia, but the Giro d'Italia usually happens early in the morning, around um, 5, 6 in the morning. But if you're not an early bird, you can always catch the highlights on Universal Sports, which are, like I said, pretty much every other hour throughout the whole day. But Tour of California, if you want to catch it live, it starts at 2 in the afternoon today, and it's going to be an epic stage today, the hardest stage in the Tour of California's history. Wow. Okay, and uh, so for the podcast listeners, which is most of our audience on kpfk.org, what uh, do we have to look forward to next week? Next Anything? week, well, this is week two of the Giro Italia, so next week it's going to kind of be coming down. I'm not sure when. It, what are we in today? Today is the 21st, right? 20, yeah. 21st? Yeah, the yeah. world was supposed to end today. Okay, the 21st. Well, so, we still got five hours, I think. Okay, well, we could wait for that. Uh, yeah, so um, I'm not exactly sure the date, but if it doesn't finish by next week, it's going to be, you know, on its final stages. The Tour of California concludes tomorrow. So, you know, uh, I'll be talking about, you know, who won Chris Horner right now. Seems to look good holding the, the leader's jersey with 38 seconds over his teammate, Levi Leipheimer. Who knows how they're going to work out their tactics? You know, are they going to protect Horner or is Levi going to strangely attack and to try and take the overall lead from him? But, um, yeah, it's going to it's gonna be something great. Also, I'm sure during this week it's going to be the mountain time trial in the Giro d'Italia. Again, another chance for Alberto Contador to take time away from his rivals, demoralize them a bit more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, I kind of do feel sorry for the other people contending for the Giro d'Italia because... Like I said, I'm pretty sure they're just thinking about it right now. You know, we're racing for second and third. Hmm. He's just that good. He's that great. Um, all right. Well, thanks, Eric. Uh, well, yeah. And um, I kind of also promised this to a friend. Yeah. I'm going to send a shout out to Gio. I know you're going to hear this later on. I'll let you know when it's on, too. So he's been telling me to, you know, give a shout out to him. I kind of forgot okay. him the past few weeks. So this is it. All right. Cool. Thanks. Is he a racer? Uh, no, he's... Um, I I just told him that that I'm kind of doing this, and he kind of gave a listen to a few of the podcasts, and then he just told me, you know, hey, give me a shout-out. Cool. All right. Well, this is Eric Ochoa with the race report. I guess we'll come up with a name for your segment. Yeah, we can work on that. All right. And we're going to go back to uh, the blessing of the bikes, and the mayor's going to speak. And thanks to all the people who are on the show today. Uh, We had Steve Herbert, blogger. Um, We had Chicken Leather with uh, Bike Week stuff. We had April Emily from Chicks on Bikes. We had the World Naked Bike Ride Anonymous guy. And we had Ted Rogers, bike blogger. I don't know if there's a couple more. I came in late, but uh, it'll, it's all there. All right. We'll see you next week. Okay. I'm-
going to do some introductions here. Each year we have our Golden Spoke Award. Yeah, baby, yeah! Golden Spoke Award. And so our first Golden Spoke Award went to Mayor Reardon. Our second went to Tom Labonge was a recipient. We had Mary Stone here yesterday. And so I want to announce today the uh, recipient of the Golden Spoke Award. And so... Let me tell you a little bit about this person. The person we're going to honor today is Mayor, Mayor Antonio Villaragosa. Let me tell you some of the things that he has accomplished. There are many. With bike lanes, since the mayor has taken office, 54 miles of bicycle lanes have been installed. All right. The city's latest bicycle plan calls for increasing the installation of bicycle lanes by a factor of 4 to 40 miles per year. And the city council is currently conducting a pilot program to study whether Sharrows increase bicycle safety. Funding alone by the mayor. He worked with the city council to de dedicate 10% of the funds to the city that uh, they receive from Measure R to fund bicycle and pedestrian yeah, yeah. projects. The mayor initiated a policy change at the Metropolitan Transit Authority to increase the amount of funding available for bicycle projects. Um, and the bicycle uh, projects were increased by 7% to 15%. Other policy changes work with the MTA to remove peak hour restrictions on bicycles on the MTA. God bless them for yeah. that. So the passengers can ride throughout the day. He's an active supporter of Senate Bill 910 uh, that mandates safe passing distance. We had give them three. And I got to tell you, all of this came about from a, you know, a divine intervention on July 12, 2010, where the mayor was struck down by a taxi cab. The Lord came in at that moment in time because we needed an advocate like Mayor Rigosa. Bumped a little bit, sucker hurt, broke his elbow. The worst bone I told the mayor to break. Don't break your elbow. He breaks it. And so what do we get out of it? One of the most fantastic looking t-shirts ever. God bless with the mayor on the front. With that, give it up for Mayor Antonio Villaragosa. Apparently the APB works. Well, I need a blessing today because <laughs> I, you know, I hadn't busted a bone in a long time and I busted an elbow, as you can see, uh, last year and busted a toe on Saturday night. <laughs> no. Yeah. Too many dark hotel rooms, right? Um, it's great to be here. Uh, thank you, Tom, and thank you to all of the staff here at Good Samaritan, Good Sam. Let's give a big hand to all the staff members who are here. And thank you to them because they're the emergency uh, and hospital personnel uh, who across the country uh, treat hundreds of thousands, I think the number is something like 500,000 people, uh, cyclists who go to an emergency room. And in fact, about 15 years ago, uh, before I broke my elbow, I was in another bike accident. It was a time before I wore helmets. Thank God in the last one I wore one because I hit head first. Uh, but I went head first at an intersection, red light. I saw a police uh, officer on a motorcycle 
and I was about to turn red on me a little too quick, so I was about to go through it, saw him, put the brakes on, and hit head first uh, in a hospital emergency room, uh, so I, I need a blessing. I need a blessing today. And, and we know that there, there are actually too many, uh, too many cyclists uh, uh, who are injured in no small part uh, because, frankly, a lot of people in cars don't understand the need to share the road. And I promised last uh, summer after uh, busting my elbow uh, that I would help sponsor legislation. Uh, Senator Lowenthal is actually the author. Uh, we're trying to get that passed. We're going to need you to write your assembly members and your senators to get the three-foot passing lane that you all told me you wanted, and I promised I'd help try to get passed. But in addition, the 1,600 miles of bicycle lanes and routes that we want to uh, help uh, to develop here in the city is, is very, very important. Uh, not only because we want to address uh, climate change and getting zero emission cyclists on the road, taking them off their automobiles, but just because it's great to be able to get on your bike. And Cicla Via last, this year was probably the most successful event of its kind in the United States. You know, we were behind New York and Chicago. They started uh, Cicla Via before we did. You know, it started in Bogota. But when you think of the number, the first time LA Times said it was 100,000, all of the folks who were with us who were there the first time said it was double the number this time. We're now going to have double. to extend the length of Cyclavia because there are just too many bikes and too many people. So it's a, a resounding success. It is because of all of you. I want to thank you for... Bless, well, they're going to bless me in mo a moment. I'm getting a... Uh, a, uh, you know, the beautiful thing about L.A. And, is that we're going to have many denominations bless me. I need a lot of blessings right now with the budget problems we got. <laughs> we're balancing the budget, don't worry. So again, thank you uh, for this very, very kind uh, acknowledgement. But more importantly, uh, thank you for your advocacy. Uh, thank you to the hospital and uh, all of you for uh, really uh, going the extra mile. Good. So, Mayor, big round of applause for the Mayor. Yeah, Mayor! We have, uh, for the Mayor, we have this wonderful golden spoke. Yes, it is, in fact, a Campanola golden spoke on there. It's American Hospital Blessing of the Bicycles Golden Spoke Award, Mayor Antonio Villaragosa, for creating a safe environment where everyone can enjoy bicycling. Okay.